Hello, and welcome to this week's Next Sense Institute podcast. My name is Trudy Smith, and I am your host and manager of continuing professional education at the Next Sense Institute. What a real treat for you today. I'm delighted to, to introduce to you Yana, and she's going to tell you a little bit about herself now. Thanks for having me. So I am a leading actress. I have been doing acting for about 12 years now and I actually attended Swinburne University and did screening media for about a year and then after that I kind of I read this amazing Quentin Tarantino quote actually and he said um, that I didn't attend film school I just did films so that was kind of a big shift for me and I kind of just decided to yeah, go straight into full-time acting. And lucky I did that because I got the biggest um, film of my life, which is Unsound, and that was a big um, turning point in my life. So, yeah. Amazing. Good that tell- trust my intuition. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about that film, Yana? Yeah, so I played Finn, who is a deaf trans man. He's a DJ and he runs a community centre for hearing impaired and deaf. And, yeah, so I got to work with really amazing actors as well, um, such as Todd McKenney, Reese Noy, Christina Anu, um, Paula Duncan. So, yeah, a really amazing cast. And Ian Watson and um, Suzanne Chambers were also amazing people to work with because I was just really passionate about the project. Oh, it sounds fantastic. Wow. So when you were in high school and people asked you what you were going to do when you finished school, you clearly had a plan. Um, I always knew deep down. I think I was just a little bit reluctant to say that I wanted to do acting. It's one of those career paths that um, it always had to come with a backup plan. (laughs) And I didn't really have a backup plan. I mean, I still kind of went into the the film industry field uh, but yeah I, I definitely always knew deep down. Do you feel like there were any barriers to, to what you wanted to do after school? Um, I think I always kind of had confidence in myself I mean the barriers might have been I mean for theatre especially because we did do theatre at school um, with the timing and everything and how when to enter a scene and when to exit a scene and, you know, you, you can't rely by looking at the person the whole time and you kind of really had to really rehearse and trust your timing um, for every scene. So I think that was kind of a really challenging thing, but I really love challenges and I really love um, challenging myself and improving um, every way I can. So, yeah. Did you have any strategies that you used to, to work on that timing? Like did people, did you have to learn when per, people moved a certain way or were there any other cues or did you just have to figure it out for yourself? I definitely had to figure it out for myself. I, I did have people off stage kind of cue me by touching touching me on the back. And, yeah, so then uh, I would know when to step in. And that ha- that kind of happened mostly after high school. I didn't really get that kind of guidance during high school and that could have just been my fault because I, I was really bad at speaking up for myself. That kind of 
came along as I grew up and was like, yeah, I, I do need to ask for help and use my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wondered, um, was that because the university made it safer for you to ask for that help? Or do you feel like it was just something that came as you got older and more mature and recognised that you needed that help? What what was the, the crux for that change? Um, I would say it was a, a particular teacher who was really wanting to support and guide me, even though she wasn't, didn't really kind of have anyone in her life who was deaf or hearing impaired. I think she was really, because she was a, um, she was part of NIDA, so she was very willing to kind of make sure that I had equal amount of opportunities everyone else around me in the class. And I really appreciated that. And she kind of always taught me never to apologize for who I am and just to, it's not a big deal to ask for a bit of extra help. Absolutely. What a powerful message for, for, to, to be have to, for someone like you, who's just starting in the field. I love that. Don't apologize. You know, it's about, um, and I guess, do you feel now that I have, after having that experience with her, that you now go in and, and, and rather than coming from, I'm sorry about this, it's a, I need this. Do you feel like you've shifted the way that you communicate with people now? Absolutely. And I was always really cautious of my words because I never wanted to come across like I was really needy or I, I, I always needed help or I always wanted to come across like I could do it on my own. And yeah, so I, it definitely made me stronger each time I found the courage to do it. That's brilliant. So tell us about what you're doing now. Um, you know, obviously the pandemic has made the work that you do much harder, but can you talk to us about the sorts of things that you're doing now and looking the kind of work that you're looking for? Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to do as much as I can in the in, with my acting, I mean, I'm, any job, that opportunity that I get, I always um, take it on board and it's, it's always a different challenge. Um, and so at the moment, I've just got my agent who's applying um, or sending me out for certain briefs that she thinks that suit me. And I'm also on the sidelines um, doing as many student films as well. So it's really a mixture of you know, people who are starting out in the industry as well as really high-budgeted films, um, which is really, really fun because, you know, it doesn't really matter who it is. As, as long as these people are really passionate about the, what they do, it's really about the collaboration and you really get to meet amazing people on this journey because you really get to see what stories people want to tell and um yeah you kind of just you really want to be you're itching to be a part of it because you can you can see how passionate they are about it and yeah that must be incredibly inspiring to be around do you think is australia a good place for young actors to, to be wanting to go work or are you thinking that you may have to move overseas to get more opportunities i def i've always dreamed about going to la it's it's kind of a little bit typical for an actor to go to LA, but I've been there twice already and done a few workshops there. And it's really strange. I always felt like it was a second home to me just by the atmosphere. And maybe that's because 
yeah, it's it's Hollywood and that's where get, <laughs> movies get made. But um, I just want to experience that lifestyle at least in my lifetime. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, look, it sounds amazing. So what advice would you give a, a high school student who's also deaf and hard of hearing considering being a creative like you are? What advice would you give them? Um, to always stay true to yourself and to find your voice. And that doesn't necessarily mean verbally, but like your inner voice. And um, I, I've, known, I've heard this amazing quote, actually. Um, if you're able to receive with an open heart, then you're able to give with an open heart. And that's a quote that's always really stayed close to me because, yeah, being an actor, you really have to not judge the character that you have that you're you're playing and to always try and understand where they're coming from and and their feelings and their emotions and that's an interesting thing because as a deaf and hearing impaired person I that was kind of my tool to understanding people and it was by watching them and observing them and really understanding their emotions and yeah that was a really big learning curve for me yeah I'm interested Yana that you were saying um that it wasn't until university that you met a teacher that that was saying to you um you know you can absolutely do this don't apologize for yourself if there are teachers out here listening um particularly in high school when people are building their dreams and, and imagining their future what advice would you give those teachers when a student comes to you with a dream and you and you think well they've got their deaf or they're blind or they have a disability what advice would you give those teachers about how to coach those students? I think to always assure them that what makes you different is already a stepping stone to being closer to your dream and to your goal. And what makes you different is gives you have a different perspective of the world. So um, it's always really important to hear what those people have to say because yeah what they see is different and I think that's what's really beautiful about life because you know when we have those people who are different in the world we we get this different perspective of how they see it and I think that's what makes this world a better place when we hear those people Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I completely agree. And I think we need different voices. And I think yours is going to be a powerful one. And I love that I've talked to you now and I, I'll be able to say in years to come, I knew her when she was just beginning her career. We wish you every success with your acting career and hope that um, you can continue to share the journey with us as it progresses. But good luck with all of the auditions and things that you're doing at the moment. And thank you so much for spending time talking to us today. Thank you for having me.